Hello, this is the 2021 candidate for governor of Virginia. My name is Merle Rutledge, and this is my podcast, Republican Married to Independence. Okay, yesterday got brought to my attention that the Court of Appeals has granted a appeal um, in regards to the Journey Sneed murder trial, which basically hangs in the balance his conviction based off of testimony from his three-year-old that was used in court and whether it should have been allowed or not due to the fact of credible, um, incredible, uh, I mean, incredible, I could say that, appeals handling by attorney John Greenback, the appeal is now granted. Now, this doesn't let Journey out of jail. The conviction is not overturned. It basically just says a three-judge panel will now actually hear the arguments in regards to it. And Greenbacker has three day, uh, 14 days, I'm sorry, to basically respond back uh, with any kind of exhibits or evidence that he would like to present in regards to furthering his client's appeal. Now, Johnny Sneed is convicted of murdering his own grandfather, Floyd Leslie Kreider, um, in cold blood, and using some kind of weapon to basically hammer or bash in the back of his head in regards. Now, this is the part of the story that a lot of people don't know about, and some do, you know, but for the most part, unless you're intimate with the proceedings, you will not notice. Um, At the time period before the trial itself, there was several blunders by Tracy Martin, which is the prosecutor, Will Martin, which is her assistant, and Judge Kimberly White. But the before part is mostly on Tracy Martin and Will Hamilton of the Halifax County um, Commonwealth Attorney's Office, which is basically has been getting hammered over charging kids um, with um, basically child pornography or the distribution of it based off a airdrop um, that occurred where a young lady was having sexual relations um, that went to high school and based off the threat of some sexual act, if it wasn't to go down, then that video, which was explicit, would be released. It so happened to be released after the threats did not work and now... Um, several kids are facing charges and others in relationship to this series of events and it caused a big stir but it stopped basically once the certain sports athletes that was well connected to parents um, are alleging that she did not go after them based off the fact she stopped the investigation because it was leading to them that's an allegation but back to the point journey sneed is now looking at the possibility of a retrial. Now, his grandmother, which is Floyd Crowder's wife at the time period, is also charged with the solicitation of murder by supposedly hiring her grandson to pull off this murder and some kind of monetary payment would be ensued based off the insurance policy. So, now we're stuck in this situation because a prosecutor and their assistant failed to follow up 
days before the trial. They went back and followed up two weeks before the trial to see if the testimony was going to be the same. Instead of following up the day before to find out would the testimony still be the same or had the testimony been compromised, had there been some obstruction or tampering with the witness. It will later be found out from several sources within the family that Stephanie Sneed, which is Journey Sneed's wife, and of course, a big part in the Caswell County, North Carolina murder of her mother, and also being investigated and looked into as far as possibly being an accessory or possibly setting up the murder alongside Journey Sneed as police and authorities have tried to question them in regards to the murder, but at no time frame has they cooperated after it became more clear that there could have been significant involvement in regards to the murder of the mother, which now uh, Donald Lane um, is in jail um, in regards to that murder, charged with um, capital murder as well as attempted capital murder in regards to Stephanie Sneed based off of the events that led up after this murder. So that says a lot in itself, how bad the situation looks, you know, and given the parties involved, it is beyond ridiculous that you would mess up and bundle, bumble, bungle a case that you thought you already had one, but failed to do your due diligence to follow up with key witnesses, especially a young girl, which is three years old to see if there has been any tampering with the witness before they gave out testimony in court. One of the things that happened in court compared to the testimony that was first used um, or swore to on the oath, the young lady said that her father beat the grandfather with some kind of stick and then the father melted, meaning indicating that the father had bled out and she had witnessed the activity that led up to the murder, which pointed to her own father, Charlie Sneed. Now, when it came down to the trial itself and the first day of trial, which actually just shocked everybody, um, the testimony would switch off where the girl would say, I do not know nothing. I do not know nothing repeatedly. Um, in regards to anything she knew about the day of the murder upon being questioned again by the same uh, forensic examiner as well as other experts who had observed originally the girl indicating Jerry Snead had murdered the grandfather. So when it came down to court, due to the fact the testimony was changed, the judge, Kimberly White, initially ruled that the testimony was ruled out. Then the next day, a surprise bombshell, Kimberly White, which is Halifax County Circuit Court Judge, will rule that the testimony would be allowed as it was inherently credible. But before, she also ruled that the testimony of the girl saying that she had no knowledge of the murder was inherently credible. So a lot of back and forth happened between that time period to try to have arguments presented that would either allow the testimony or have it disregarded at that time frame. The jury only heard that the three-year-old girl denied that basically her father or denied any knowledge of the series of events that happened that day. We would come to find out 
after that day because everybody was in a state of shock because of the change of story compared to what was in sworn documents that was already presented as evidence to the court that Stephanie Michelle Sneed had access to the child prior to trial, which was granted by the allegations of Christine and Steve Kreider allowing the visitation and their face-to-face interaction, which most believe led to the child um, changing her story. And on the day of trial, when the child testified like that, you could hear Stephanie Michelle Sneed because she was present during the trial, yell in excitement saying yes, as if it was exciting to know that your daughter would testify to get a murderer off, which in regards so happens to be the father. So now most police departments and the rest would, you know, or prosecutors, because the prosecutors have to order it, would go back and interview that young lady and those who was around to find out why did the testimony change, who was around the girl or whatever, to find that out. But due to the fact there was already an order in place for Stephanie Sneed to already be away from this young lady until this trial was over and it showed that she had no participation in this murder. As she was being investigated, as she had misled authorities numerous times about her whereabouts as well as, of course, directly after the murder on the same night, telling police that there isn't going to be no trial, there isn't going to be no trial, and asking for all the personal belongings, especially money, that belonged to Floyd Crider, which was the murder victim and Gloria Crider's husband, and asking for full permission to take over his estate and his affairs immediately after the murder, which you would figure would be the dumbest thing to do, um, especially if you're looked at as possibly a suspect, but now it further directed them in her direction. She has not been charged yet with accessory to the fact of this murder or anything connected to this murder, but search warrants will show that, of course, she has misled officers over and over again, and it's as scary as it comes on how this girl feels about life and how also how she can play with life as well, especially off a post after the murder even happened, talking about how he was the best grandfather and all this other stuff, another uh, placate to basically divert attention from her and her husband and Gloria Crider. They would continue to go out and spend money rapidly shortly after the murder and hire John Greenback, which is who is representing Journey Sneed, to also get access to the insurance proceeds as their legal representative. Basically, John Greenback basically became the legal representative of Journey and Stephanie Sneed and Gloria Kreider. So it's a lot riding in regards to this whole matter because they were suspects during the time frame and how they got access to the insurance money baffled police. But I'm pretty sure looking into the background of this, there is more devil in the details. But the fact of the matter is, yes, Journey has a chance for a retrial. Doesn't mean it's going to happen. There was other evidence presented that led to the conviction, but also it is a matter for the Court of Appeals to address at a later date. We will be keeping people 
um, inform and um, on notice of any changes or any decisions that come up in regards to this case. As now, the thing looks like it will be going back to trial for a retrial. I would hope that Gloria Crider and Journey Sneed in a retrial would be tried together as they are both tied into the series of events. Most would say, why wasn't Journey Sneed and Gloria Crider's trial done that way in the beginning? Who knows? But due to the fact there is a guideline through the circuit courts um, from uh, other attorneys that says that a case must be brought to trial or it violates the speedy trial doctrine, which can bar prosecution. So now we are faced with now new reporting and news from the NCHEA in regards to this matter, but it doesn't give closure to the families. Now the families have to go through all of this again. Um, a uh, very big possibility because of the right of confrontation clause, which was quoted in the newspaper, um, the uh, yourgb.com, um, which has been reporting about the case along with me to make up the true um, series, which has mostly became a lifetime movie beyond measure. So to know my reaction to this whole thing, blame the prosecutor, Tracy Martin and Will Hamilton, and blame Kimberly White, the Halifax County Circuit Court judge, who quote unquote knows the law, but got shown the law again, wrong again, for this mess happening now. So now everybody's on pins and needles about what the result may be. But one of the things in regards to the trial that was brought into evidence was a jail call, which during Sneed admits that uh, his daughter was there present when this murder took place. So that's going to be hard to get around. I can see a plea deal lessening the time that he may have to serve and allowing a convicted murderer with over 30 plus felonies and throughout different states and more and just in Virginia alone to go free way sooner than before. This is what happens when you have liberals and Democrats in your justice system doing mess like this. This is shameful. This is an abomination to the justice system. And this matter could have been corrected prior if it wasn't for egos trying to be celebrity prosecutor and celebrity judge. At that time period, they spent more time, in my opinion, focused on me and my reporting and trying to be a celebrity and wonder why their names wasn't mentioned than prosecuting and handling this case in a fair and impartial manner. And in some respects, I have brought up the fact that Kimberly White should have recused herself from this case as it took her personally and uh, um, by violation of First Amendment rights for reporters and news journalists to try to intimidate, harass, or uh, try to get them to impede their reporting based off of her sore feelings. This is Merle Rutledge. This is my response to that mess of Jerry Sneed being granted appeal because I kind of knew it was going to happen. But the fact is the trial ain't over. It just means it just began. And the problem with that is, if anybody knows me, I'm going to end up finding out more. So this ain't really a bad thing 
But as he faces a retrial, we may actually have Stephanie Michelle Sneed finally locked up as an accessory to the fact. Because there's information that is out there that's known by professionals that basically the right person, the right time, and the right forensic examiner will have Stephanie Michelle Sneed in jail along with Journey Sneed, her husband, and Gloria Crider, Journey Sneed's grandmother, who orchestrated the murder of Floyd Leslie Crider. And I pray that justice will be served. Thank you for listening to my podcast. This is my response. Republican, married to independence.